latest episode of Lost Lieutenant. You're here with Nick. And Kevin. From the start. And Julian. Yes, Julian is back. Um, so the three, on, of us star. Again, the three of us are meeting again via Zoom, um, as we tend to do so often these days. Although they have started to relax um, a lot of the restrictions in Australia, so we could probably meet up in person, but we've just gotten used to doing it this way. Mm. Yeah, I like the social Based distancing aspect. It's good, but um, but yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're going to have a little chat about a few things tonight. We've just finished up on the uh, Code One Tabletop Simulator League, which um, which was really good fun. Um, and uh, we also a few few weeks ago we made a, made a few sort of cryptic memes that you might have seen on the Facebook page. <laughs> Uh, but we can officially announce that uh, that White Noise, uh, that other Australian podcast, <laughs> we're not the other Australian podcast, we're, they are the other Australian podcast, have um, have challenged us to a, a tabletop simulator, uh, what would you call it? A throwdown, I guess. Yeah, mm. I think so. Some sort of uh, winner, winner takes all. Um, a Rochambeau. Rochambeau <laughs> event. Yeah, so it's four, four versus four, um, and basically tonight we're going to go through an in-depth analysis of the of of our lists, our, what our, our opponent's army is, what mission we're going to be playing. So uh, we're that confident that um, that we're going to give away all the secrets. But uh, that also means that when we do lose our games, that uh, they can just uh, we we can just claim that. The only reason they won was because they must have listened to this episode and, and known what was coming for them. Yeah, exactly. And and you, what you said before there about there, there being the other Australian podcast, I'm not entirely sure we can call we can call them an Australian podcast anymore. Seeing nah, as man. seeing as they yeah. outsource four sixths of their staff or half their staff to overseas, so I think uh, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. they're a, they're a multinational now. <laughs> That's what everybody does these days. It's just the outsource. So, yeah. Yeah. Says, says the Scott. Yeah. Um, the, the non. The non. Oh yeah, but you live podcast. here, so that's it's different, man. It's true. It's true. I'm waiting for my citizenship yeah. to come through. Any any year now, actually. Any year now. Oh. Yeah. Well, any. I don't know. They say it could take multiple months, so that's fine. Mm. Oh, but um. Yeah, I guess we'll start off talking about the league, though. Um, that's probably all the recent games that we've had. Have you guys had any other games apart from your league games? I've had some games against Ryan recently, some N3 games. And really? Ben, yeah. On, on TTS? Yeah. yeah, on TTS. Oh, yeah. cool. I, I've, I've been trying to make Atalanta great again, so it just hasn't worked. Those tables that I was playing them on were real dense, and she just didn't get a chance to, uh, to shine. You had one so, game with her, though, I, as I recall. You were like frothing over her after the first time you used her oh that that was a real open game and she was just like but the other two games against um ben and uh and ryan it was they were real dense tables and i just couldn't couldn't get her into any position where i felt like comfortable Mm. with it and they just kept Um, their heads down what's atlanta's deal she's msv2 with a multi-sniper and she's got a spotter bot which gives her plus three to her ballistic skill so if you're out of cover, she's shooting you on 20s. All right. Yeah. So against like, and even in cover, she's on 17s. So she's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's pretty decent. Um, I've had, I've had a few, uh, I've had a couple of games. I've got a couple of games, actually face-to-face games. Um, 
of uh, Code One at uh, our good friend Dean's house. We had a few people around like two weekends ago where we um, threw down some Code One. That was that was fun. It was a nice relaxed uh, day, and uh, Dean had never played Code One before, and he wasn't particularly. He was like, "I'll play it," but you know, but at the end of it, I think he was um, he was really into it. Um, he he was uh, sort of complaining. Well, not complaining. He was sort of commenting on first and all the things you couldn't do. But by the end of the game, he was like, "It doesn't really matter." Um, and um, yeah, we had a fun game, and we were able to finish that in like an hour face to face. So that was pretty nice. That's one of the things I've noticed about Code One is that some of these games have been so quick mm-hmm. um, because the, because it doesn't have that full tactical depth that you've got in N three. You, there's less that you have to be worrying about. There's less you have to think about, which makes it easier to make your decisions, which makes your turns quicker, makes the game quicker. Yeah, yeah. And you're so. also the mental the mental load is less too. So when you finish a game, mm. you can go, let's play another. And you're not like, oh, I'm yeah. exhausted. Um, so you can, and it's, and it's not really a, a detriment to how fun the game is. It's not like, you know, you've gone from playing like a really complex board game to playing checkers. Like you have, it is, it, there's, still, there's still a lot of substance there. Um, we found... But um, as for the TTS uh, league, that was something that was started up by um, our own Russell McGifford. Um, he put a call to everyone. I think he put a call to everybody, actually. But we, we ended up getting 12 players in the end from around Melbourne to play three games against random opponents um, using three of the missions out of the Code 1 book. Uh, well, they weren't all. They weren't all from Melbourne. There was one guy who was from... Oh, yeah, shit. Um Sydney, yes, that was. And I think there was one other person who was from elsewhere as well. Was that um, Josh? I don't remember actually, but you're right. I think I think yeah. um, I think he's moving to Melbourne though. Is that right? I don't know, but I, th- I thought I thought it was funny though that uh, we we make a uh, <laughs> yeah a tournament on like an online platform that literally anybody in the world it would be able to join. <laughs> And then it's like eighty five percent is from Melbourne. It's, so. it's just us, yeah. Well, it's just, which was which was good because I guess we don't have to muck around with time zones, and we already knew uh, most of us pretty well. I think there were three or four people guy, guys on there I'd never actually met before, so it was good to. And they were newer players as well, so it was nice. Um, it was a good mixture of veterans and newer players that, that played, and um, it was really good. It was really fun. Um, I had I had a great time um, over the like the last three weeks, just kind of. Playing playing one game a week with somebody. Um, I got to play against you, yeah, Julian. So that was good. Yeah, I played, I, I played Julian as well. Ooh, yeah, so everyone we played me. We I got the hard draw. We can, oh, thanks. I really appreciate you, you two and, and Alex. I didn't play any noobs. I wanted to smash some noobs. I didn't get to instead. play any noobs either. And, well, that's your problem, not mine. Well, we're all kind of noobs when it comes to Code One, though. As, <laughs> no, as will Nick, be, Nick's a noob at the moment. He hasn't played in ages. As will be revealed yeah, in the results um, when we when we reveal <laughs> yeah. them, because uh, the last game was finally played last night by yourself, Julian, and Alex. So once the once that last yeah. game was in, Russell counted the scores, and mm. uh, and at the end of those three rounds, um, we we did have a winner, um, and it was a surprise winner. Well, I wouldn't say a surprise winner. I don't want to take away from the winner, but it was. It was actually a, a new, Jesus, a new Kevin. I know a new player uh, won the the league. Um, uh, I think. I mean, I think he's come from um, like a few other players in our area. They've actually come from Warhammer Kill Teams, and they they um, they've taken up Infinity or Code One, and they're really into it. And um, they did. They all did really well, actually. Um, but uh, I guess before I don't know if, before we go into like the 
the breakdown and stuff, I guess um, we just sort of maybe go over. The... Can, I, can I just say that for for a new player mm-hmm. to win this tournament when there was like a good number of veteran and three players playing, it just sort of goes to it puts another strength in the uh, it, saying that Code One is a game for beginners because uh, because they it's can even. The <laughs> yeah, because because the beginners are beating the veterans, uh, then uh, then it's definitely a beginners game. Oh, that makes sense, right? I mean, that I, I so sounds, basically that what like you just said there, is but... yeah. The reason we lost to noobs is because we're, we are too good at this game. game. <laughs> yeah, we're too good for this game. Yeah, top tier, <laughs> top tier. I think there's something to be said in that, though. I think I think a lot of the newer player, not newer players, a lot of the veteran players were kind of uh, talking about how they how they were like, oh, ah, uh, damn it, you know. I, I don't have this, and I don't have that, and I and I wish I could, you know, do I think this. A lot do of this the trick. players, and I think Nick and I and you can probably say the same. We were like, we were medium and hard. Like I was running stuff I would normally not run, you know. Yeah, but like it's funny though because because Cool One's so new. Like to have an mm. idea, have a have an accurate opinion on what is good and what isn't good in Code One, and to make a meme list is quite hard because when have oh, you? I'm when, when say, was well, the last time now? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, when was the last time you saw? Dao Fei. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. When did you last see yeah. a Dao Fei in N three? Probably not very often. But you see them all the time in Code One because yeah. they rock. I mean, oh, I don't know, point to yourself. I know Nick. I don't play much at all. Anyway. We don't. We don't I include play you. Them sometimes. <laughs> I play Dao Fei every now and then. When I when I eventually come and play games, I play them a bit. Hey, I play games. Don't be mean. <laughs> but no, I think that's that's just. I guess that's like the 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 the, the, the bit of a difference I noticed is that a, a lot of players could could um. Could easily see what was a good unit in Code One and um, and and use it effectively and not have to be like, you know, not have to be too big brain to figure it out. You just like push at the enemy or fucking push buttons with it or something. It was it was not. Yeah. Mm. And Code One being uh, restricted to limited insertion, so ten a uh, one combat group, um, it does does sort of lean itself towards have, being able to take a lot of these sort of tougher high point value models yeah. mm-hmm. but i guess to kind of counter that the tournament was only 25 points instead of 30 um yeah so if, uh, equivalent of 250 points in the old speak um but uh so so yeah that meant that that because when when i'd played with you kev before we did our previous episodes talking about code one we played 30 point games and they felt like these lists were really really stacked with guys that just didn't do anything yeah so that 25 point uh, area in my opinion is a bit more of a sweet spot yeah no definitely i think i would agree um playing 15 and 30 15 just feels like a really small table and um it it doesn't feel like infinity to me where and 30 points is it's great but it's it does like you say it just feels like there's a lot on the table that you're not using and 25 is a good little sweet spot um i like how it's got a reduced table size as well mm. uh, it's what is, what's it's um 30, it 32 30, by 48 32 by 48 yeah yeah so rather than 48 by 48 so it it really does sort of condense that action into the same spot and there is more action and more stuff happens because of that yeah definitely it seems to happen it seems to happen quicker as well even though there is the same distance between players there's like almost like less lanes you can go down so you've kind of got to start engaging almost well turn one really um yeah so like i said i think we had 12 we had 12 players um and we all four factions were represented we had four four playing panel 
four playing Yu Jing, two playing combined, and two playing O12. So that's it's a pretty decent split, um, considering Pano and Yu Jing are obviously the the major two factions, I would say. And at the end of it, um, Pano took first place. Josh, <laughs> yeah, which which was the new player, Josh, uh, Josh, who I think is is he one from Sydney? God, I'm so bad at this. I should have asked him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where are you from? Would have been a good question. Yeah, I could should have probably asked. That. I just assumed he was from Melbourne. I just assumed he was from Melbourne. I'm so sorry. What's funny about Code oh, One as well is, is in N3 you have major and minor victories, whereas in Code One there's no it's distinguished a good thing. We don't do like interviews like White Noise does. Why? Why is that, Julian? Why is that? Because <laughs> because we'd be like, yeah, where are you from? That doesn't matter. Don't worry. <laughs> I literally did an interview like two weeks <laughs> don't ago. Don't worry. But, <laughs> what what army did you run? Nah, don't care. Who cares? <laughs> Nick, Nick interviewed Space the, the one and only Gav Bateman and it was a very good interview and then here you're like yeah. this is why we don't do interviews because we, we don't oh, know we did, we did too but see Kevin interviewed him not you or me Nick interviewed Kevin. him not me <laughs> Nick fuck see this is why we don't do interviews <laughs> this is why you oh, don't do this is, this is why you, you don't, don't do interviews do Oh yeah. god! Right. Okay. So, anyway. can I can I just finish off what I was going to say? So, yeah, uh, I didn't oh, congr- oh, didn't congratulate him at the beginning, but Josh Randall, who's a newer player in our area or the uh, Australia area, because apparently I, cause I don't know where he fucking lives. Apparently, big country. Um, yeah. Well done. He he ended up with the nineteen op at the end. So, um, and there's no major minor victories in Code One. It's just like whatever you, you score. Um, oh, so there's no TP. It's no. just OP. It's just OP and VP. Because nah, otherwise, yeah. Kevin would have won. Yeah, well, I was going to get to that. Yeah, because there's no major minor victories, um, Josh won on uh, victory points because I also had 19 OP and so did Russell have 19 OP. Um, but because he had the most amount of VP because um, he just managed to keep his stuff alive, um, he would have won. Yeah, even though he did actually lose a game. I think he lost round one to Val, whereas I won all three of my games, but. I didn't. Um, I lost more of my stuff during each um, game, so I ended up ended up second, and I was running combined. Um, and then uh, Russell came third, and he was playing uh, O twelve. It was good. It was good to see a new a new player win, and um, that was good. Yeah. Uh, but do we want to talk about your how you sort of felt you went in the three games you played? Nah. <laughs> Look, I'll just like I'll be very quick with mine. Sorry, sorry, Nick. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. interrupt you. Uh, it's not for me. Um, I, outside of intro games, I'm not gonna play it. It just felt like a pillow fight. That's that's all for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, Nick's got up. He's left. <laughs> He's <laughs> He's left. So why why do you think that? Why do you think that, Julian? <laughs> he's, put the, he's put the do not interrupt sign up <laughs> we can't read it though because he's too um, it's too far away but we, we know what we know what it is we know what it means don't uh, I interrupt think the, don't interrupt yeah i yeah. think the uh the changes the crits um the fact that it's obviously only 10 orders the profiles that are present just a reduction in general rules like there's no smoke um just that kind of stuff, like, like it's like, it's good for beginners, but it doesn't it doesn't have the depth that I need in a game. Just like, doesn't just doesn't float your boat. Um, yeah, it's not. Was there were not. there any? Um, it's not. So you rang Yu Jing, you rang Yu Ching through the three rounds. Was there any sort of yeah. highlights that you would you would want to just talk about briefly with those three games and how you feel? 
felt um, Eugene plead? Oh, look, I'll be honest. Beating Nick was uh, definitely one of them. Um, that was uh, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that victory. It was nice and sweet, mm-hmm. tasty. It was a good snack. Um, definitely our I had game. A highlight, Kev. I had a highlight that from from that game actually. Where oh, uh, yep. So Julian had a um, at a Yan Huo. Uh, standing up in the middle of his deployment zone. And I, I came oh, around because yes. I, I had the first turn. I came around a the corner hack with a hack towel and surprised shot with a HMG, HMG and just, yeah, just hit him like real hard. And, but he managed to save, he, he took one wound, but saved the other armor save. Mm-hmm. And Julian was like, oh, I'll just go prone by failing my guts. I'm like, no, Julian, there's no guts in, uh, <laughs> yeah, in code was- one. It doesn't exist as a rule. Mm. So, I was sad reacting hard then. Man. That was, was a like, good little. What? That was a good little teaching. And game. the worst part was yeah. was that Kevin had told me at the start of the game, "There's no guts," yes. and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, cool, whatever." Kevin, there were a fucking <laughs> few things I think I told you during that game. You're just like, yeah. "What?" Like the yeah, the guts one. Yeah, and then uh, there yeah. was yeah, there was like you know you know you can be spotlighted in ARO now. And you were like, "What?" <laughs> it's all these sorts of little. Yeah. It, was, yeah, it was a good. It was a good example of like the things that a veteran player can get caught with because they're just so like this is how the game is played and then you get told you can't do that and yeah. you're like whoa and then some people are just like oh this game's shit but then a new player just like doesn't have that um basis reality to mm. go from so they're just like oh that makes sense i have to keep getting shot that's fine i'll just have to keep trying to pass my dodge um, i just yeah i'll be honest i i missed my regular warband stuff and like my um like did you miss that from a tactical point of view or just because that's what you find fun about yeah. infinity because that's like that's what i'm not sure about no nah, so i, think... I missed it from a tactical point of view okay yeah yeah you're not you're, you're not a um, 10 order you're not a 10 order guy anyway unless you're running an avatar unless i'm running an avatar no yeah okay no. so i think it just speaks to no. different people different outside of that i'm a 20 order man different play styles i think because i know i personally have enjoyed it a lot but that was because well not not because mm-hmm. of but i know i was running limited insertion uh when we went into lockdown so moving to this mm-hmm. felt felt quite good um felt quite smooth and, and what i was looking for uh what about you, Nick? Any takeaways from your three games? Yeah, I mean, coming, being stuck in limited insertion versus what we would normally play. A lot of the time, I do play with those bigger, um, those bigger lists with two full combat groups. But I have played quite a bit of limited insertion as well because I do like being able to take all those super elite units. Um, not that I generally do very well with them, but. Um, I found I I had good fun games. Like I really did not put that much mental power into the games I was having. I just sort of approached it and um, looked at basically looked at each mission like it was annihilation, where <laughs> I'm just gonna go and try and kill stuff, and then if there's objectives I need to get, then I'll get them along the way, sort of thing. Um, I tried to lean heavily into hacking as much as I could uh, in my list builds just so I could get a taste of how the hacking works in it and which could be an indication of what the hacking is going to look like in N4 potentially. Um, in terms of the programs not running out, the, the programs um, being decent AROs and, and that sort of thing. So um, there, was a, there was a really good, um, a couple of really fun um, encounters that involved hacking where um, I, had, I had to... Um, I was playing Luke, who uh, was playing combined army, and he had that. Uh, what's the guy called? Who Nurkius? Uh, Nurkius. He's got, he's got pro, yeah, Nurkius. He's Nurkius. got Protheon. Yeah, and Nurkius. so he managed to he managed to eat 
like two tiger soldiers because I brought two tiger soldiers and he killed <laughs> both of them and ate them. <laughs> and um, so he had like four. He had like four wounds. He yeah, had, he had like far too many. He had far too many wounds. Um, and so he was trying to uh, take down my Daufei, which was also my lieutenant, and uh, but was in a camo state. And so I'd managed to put the Daufei in a pretty hidden position, still in the middle of the table. And I had a, a Guilang hacker in camo state on the top of a building. And so he came around the corner. And so I shot at him with my Daufei and also hacked him at the same time with my hacker, which meant he had to decide what he was going to do. He decided to shoot the guy who was shooting at, uh, the, the guy was shooting at him. And, um, but I managed to survive and passed the hack and he failed his BTS save. So he was um, immobilized, which meant that he couldn't really do anything with that guy for the rest of the turn because if he's going to reset, then my other guy gets a free shot at him. And uh, I just kept trying to rehack him and managed to kill him, even though I had to take out like four wounds or something. Mm. Um, so so, so that, that sort of, I, I know you can do that sort of stuff in N3 in hacking, but I always feel that, like I've never really seen it happen because everybody's so scared to even use their hackers uh, because of the prevalence of killer hackers. Yeah. So, no, so while that stuff is available, it, it's much more prominent in this game. Yeah, and then like coupled with like I've had I've had that happen to me or happen to somebody else in a few games where someone's like, I think they walked on a tiger soldier hacker um on from the board, and then we checked zone of control, and my shrouded was in range, and I just hacked him. And then he was like, okay, well, I'll spend an order and try to reset. But he's resetting at an egg three and I'm still hacking him on a 13. So then he's like, yeah. he's like, if I don't, you know, and then you're, he's like resetting on an 11 and I'm hitting him on a 13. And then like he, he either he either fails and nothing happens or he passes and then I beat his face to face. And he's just been like order after order trying to reset. And even, even, when, even when he resets, he still has to like then move out of the zone of control and then reset again so I don't end up hacking him. So it's just such an order sync with that neg three. Um uh makes it makes it really strong. Um to just shut down like a heavy infantry attack run or or like yeah, like you said with the Narcaius just shutting him down as well. That was really yeah. good. But I mean like in, in saying that, I did have three really fun games. Um I only won I won one of them. Um which was really fun and really cinematic as well. The way that it, actually there was a, a few really cinematic uh, experiences in all in all three games. Um, but if you'd ask me, will I keep playing Code One after this? Probably not. Um, like Julian said, it just doesn't have that tactical depth that we want to get out of this game. But that's fine. I, I mean, it has its place, uh, which is which is to bring new people into the game, well, which I've spoken to. Yeah. yeah, and well, yeah. like I say, I think we discussed it last episode. We'll, like, we'll, we'll maybe that'll be the format of our slow grow league or slow grow tournaments that we'll run from now on. Will be, you know, starting mm. with code one, and then once you've done the code one, then you graduate to N four two hundred points or three hundred or whatever we decide to do. I think that's a good stepping yeah. stepping N, stone. N N four three hundred points and twenty order combat lists that you have to face <laughs> after code one. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Straight maybe there'll be. Maybe there'll be another. No. No loop. Um, yeah. There'll be a. There'll probably be a little yeah, bit yeah, more. No loop. Of a, Go of and dry. <laughs> of a uh, transition. Uh, yeah. I think. I. I. That's a good point. Actually. I think there is. A, there is definitely a step between top tier code one and top tier 
N3 or N4, it's still a big gap there. Oh, like it's massive. Yeah. For a transition of a new player, you would still probably, after sort of getting your head around it in code one, you'd still want to then do what we would normally do in slow grows, which is sort of limit the, mm. have a bit of an escalation league, I guess. Yeah, what we've yeah. done previously, where you where you start with with very restrictions. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much full rule set, but restrictions, and then you bring more in. Maybe I mean, like, I see that when I play people with my Ariadna lists, and I've got like twenty, you know, three combat groups, tw- like thirty models on the table because of camo markers, and like I've played a few new people at tournaments, and they're just like, my turns are quick because I know what I'm doing, I get them done, but the newer players, they're just like, what the fuck is going on? And it's, mm. you can just say it's like it's not it's not a negative experience for them. It's just such a like it's just a shock to them. They just get they just don't know what's doing. What does them in is not so much their like lack of thinking is they overthink it. Well, here, um, here like well here's but, an here's an, a suggestion then is, is what I was thinking is um, you know after we would do a slow grow event like three rounds slow grow or three you know over three months or whatever as we do when we graduate to end four then what i think might be quite fun is like those who those who graduated take your your 25 point code one lists and pour it over to n4 and then we'll play an event like that i mean if, if it means that we all have to play limit insertion or tactical window for the first you know for the first round then that might be a, a nicer breaking in point because it'll, it'll it'll introduce them to some units they maybe they weren't didn't have access to it'll introduce them to some war bands but it won't be like fucking you know here you go like take yeah. take you know take this um mm. uh you know even if it's 200 points but like try to port port what they were using in 25 over to over to n4 and see how that comes out and then at least then they're playing the same models Hello? with the same um with the new rules so that's what i think might be a, might be a good idea to do cool well, i think that's about all we need to talk about for code one um everyone had a pretty good time but um but now we want to get on to what we really want uh, our listeners to uh, – what our listeners really want to hear is what's happening between this, like, street fight that we're this about to beef. have with, uh, with, with, with white noise that, um, for, uh, to see whose who's cuisine will reign supreme. Yeah, this, uh, this beef that we've got, this noodle soup, this beef noodle soup uh, that we're going to – that we've, that we've yeah. got. We've got brew churning. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Is it, a fur, is it a fur or is it a laxa? Oh, it's I some don't kind know. Of, some kind of noodles. Some, some anyway. kind of some kind of yeah, yummy spicy soup. Delicious. But Delicious. um yeah, so so basically um we got four matchups. We'll run through the matchups and we can just go from there. Yeah, say? sounds good. First up, here one we've got uh Well, hang on. Rob. Before, before before we actually do do we want to just do we want to just break down like what how it came about and why Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, go for that. Yeah, do that. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, so Ben from White Noise came to approach uh, us, Lost Lieutenant, uh, with a challenge to, or uh, some kind of a, a request, I guess, to uh, have a bit of a throwdown between the two podcasts. Um, so any of the hosts that wanted to could opt in. And um, there were a few rules that he sort of stipulated that were quite interesting, um, I guess, to make it a bit more spicy. Um and sort of one of them was uh one of the main ones were that you there would be no double ups in um armies factions so, factions yeah. yes factions so you know for instance if if Nick chose Yu Ching then Yu Ching was gone nobody else could choose it and so you're allowed to pick three armies in service sort of an order of preference and an opponent 
in order, I guess, in order of preference, or just any, or you could just say no preference, and also mission as well. You could you could opt for a mission, and then once we had the. But did we get to pick all the missions, or did they have any say in the they missions? They also had say in missions, I think, as well. Yeah, so it was kind of... I don't know how that was decided, honestly. Um, maybe... Yeah, basically, they came to us and said, put your top three... Put three armies in a, in one, yeah. two, three. Pick who you want to play against and pick what the mission is. Yeah. And then so we sent all that information to 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 Mr. Mr. Ben, and he plugged it through his computer brain, and... Um, Came out with Mom some. Yeah. Came out with something. <laughs> came out. Came out with some with, with with some pairings and and armies and and missions. So yeah, I guess yeah. we go through. So the this pairings. Is, the, all these all these games are going to be played through the convenience of uh, tabletop simulator, of course, uh, because it is. I mean, we're all in Melbourne, but white noise is, as we said earlier, outsourced all over the place. It's West um, Australia. Yeah. Yeah, and so basically, they yeah, Ben said to us, "Tell us how many people you can front." And we'll uh, we'll match those numbers because there's what probably twenty five, maybe thirty of them these days. <laughs> yeah, there's, nah. there's, at, there's at least two full combat groups worth of white noise presenters. So <laughs> all under the the uh, dictatorship of Ben. Yeah, getting them yeah, the but, um, the white noise sweatshops. But yeah, so so we 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 gave the white our... noise sweatshop. And Ben's up there <laughs> with his little whip. And he's... <laughs> Go interview faster, more interviews. Yeah, Who so, can we find to interview next? All right, um, all right, all right, Julian. So we, no. we've got we've got our we've got our matchups. We've got um, everything going there. Also, we probably will be streaming these games if we can. I know uh, my game is going to be streamed. Um, we've already started to organize that, so uh, it's going to be. Well, I'll get into that in, in, in a sec. But, but yeah, yeah, these games. There's the option for them to be streamed, or we'll put them on discord while we're playing or, or whatever so you can um participate and uh attend if, if you so choose cheer, to cheer on your boys on the boys i mean so it's us that's all so what are the so what, what are the uh the the what are the matchups look end up looking like okay so first up we've got uh pairing one is rob cantrell who's playing vanilla huck islam and he is against you kev who is running shazvasti uh, Shazvasti I. Okay, yeah. I mean, we, it is you are playing against Rob, so I'm sure that it will be pronounced that way at some point. Um, and you're uh, you're playing the the much uh, contested, much loved, uh, really Cap- much 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 loved mission. Fucking hate that mission. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's turd. The, the second pairing is uh, myself, Nick, playing Vanilla Yujing against uh, Jenna. Uh, from the states, who's playing Rama, and the mission will be decapitation. Uh, the third pairing is uh, your boy Julian uh, versus Raymond. Uh, who's Raymond's from the Netherlands? Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah he's Dutch. Yep. Okay. Uh, and Julian's running Aleph versus Raymond's Ariadna, both vanilla, uh, playing acquisition. And then the fourth pairing is Jacob with JSA uh, versus Ben with Spiral Core playing supplies. So that's the four matchups. Yeah. Please. So we, we we can't speak for Jacob because he's not on the show tonight. The show tonight, but I think that's a that's quite an interesting matchup because I don't remember the last time I saw Jacob play JSA. So that or or, I or played or, it at the tournament 
today uh, or even he or even just, ben, yeah, just before or even ben plays something that isn't toha so that's that's gonna be a good a good uh, a good matchup well, he's spiral, playing spiral right? four so it's like, yeah that's the new toha <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah. controversial but, yeah, it's the, it's the new coke. That's too. That's too soon for me, <laughs> Nick. Too soon for me. Uh, yeah, I think I forgot to mention that in the last episode that uh, Toha are also getting cut. So sorry. Um, mm. Yeah. So do you want to go through the pairings one by one? Or wait, uh, wait, wait. Toha are actually getting cut? I don't. Yeah, I don't they're getting know. cut. I'm just, I'm just being. I'm just being a jerk. Yeah. Toha ASA. Did, did I miss something? No, no, they're no. not. They're no, getting they're cut. Good. Like, as in, like they're they're not coming out on release and. Oh, come so, out. Yeah, no, no. This yeah. is not news, though. This is this is well known about how. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. they will be coming out later, but they're not. Yeah, cut. we don't know when. It'll be like a couple months after they say. Okay, let's not go into that. No, let's not. Um, no, there was a whole Kev. dumpster fire forum on that. All right, thank you, um, <laughs> Kev. Your opponent, Rob Cantrell, the big brain himself. Rob, what, what are your thoughts? Big bad Rob. Um, mostly fear. And, but then after the fear subsided, it was it was a it was an, it's an opportunity I think to um, has, has Rob voiced his opinion on countermeasures? He actually I think he says he quite likes it. Um, I think it was mentioned in a in a messenger chat that mm-hmm. I had with him, and he says he actually quite likes the mission. I don't think he likes it competitively, but I think for this this format, um, I think I think he I don't think he has a problem with it. I chose I chose the mission actually. I think I was I chose the mission. Is it gonna be that or um? uh something simple like frontline and i decided i was like no let's let's fuck it let's play countermeasures because it's it's a fun mission and shaz are pretty good at it um so i was like let's try and stack the cards in my favor i didn't also i didn't obviously know i was playing rob um until after i sent all that stuff in but i had a i had an i had an inkling because i think what you've has everyone else played him or have you you've julian you've played him i'm not you I'm haven't not, i'm not playing. okay yeah. Oh, I think. Although I think maybe Rob might have said that he wouldn't have minded playing me. Yeah, I was quite happy, and I think tactically as well. Um, put it this way, we're gonna lose against Rob, so we might as well make me put me underneath the bus rather than like throw Julian there because you know he might actually have a chance of winning his game against Raymond. So I think <sighs> that's you. that's our untouched. <laughs> that's our tactic. But but then I have the underdog advantage is what I think is because. He knows he knows I'm playing Shaz, and he's already obviously voiced the fact that because he's playing Shaz, he is not going to be able to make as uh, much use use of his fides. And given that countermeasures also like has the exclusion zone, there's a very like small area that they can be deployed in. So I think he's yeah. Uh, this is this is something that we've all had to really think about. Is different from a regular tournament setting where you're making two lists to go into the um to go into the full five day tournament. This is just one game where we know what our opponent what the faction is the, the opponent is playing and yeah. we know what the mission is as well so we can really tailor these lists to um to both those aspects but then it's kind of you, you kind of have to get the counterpoint of do i tailor it in a way that i would so for example your shazvasti versus his hack do you tailor it in a way that is to what you think he's going to bring mm-hmm. or what you think he's going to bring based on what you're playing or, or, or exactly or yeah it reminds me of the the mental the mental load that we had when we were running the fantasy mm-hmm. draft because we knew what my i knew what my opponent was running i knew what i had i knew the mission so i spent half the time making my own list but the other half of the time wondering what my opponent was taking and then trying to like change my list over what he may or may not take so 
this is a good, this is gonna be a fun opportunity to be like oh i'm just gonna play like cookie cutter a list and then see how it go or maybe i'll just bring something real dumb and see what happens um you know shredded a fizz shredded or fizz 12 maybe i'll just you know try rolling a nine to get across the across the board and just place mines as dz and be like i have fun i you know what like it's tts man anything can, anything can happen those dice are cursed maybe they'll maybe they they'll, are those that's one thing I've noticed. And I think one of the guys, Ben, looked into it that the dice aren't actually run off of a number generator. They're run off like physics engine. Physics engine, yeah. So, so it's like you are actually rolling the dice rather than it just being RNG. But the 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 fact that it's a it's a virtual physics means that there could be something in there that I don't know. My perspective could be is weighted to twenties. Mm. I don't think it's weighted to twenties, but what I've found is when I've whenever I've rolled multiple dice, like nine times out of ten, I get at least one set of doubles every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Anyway. A lot of doubles. It's 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 it, yeah. It's uh, it's anecdotal <laughs> evidence, but it does seem to permeate through everyone who's played TTS. They're like, "What the fuck? Why do I keep rolling like a three nines? Like, the fuck's going on?" Yeah, yeah. So I've noticed anyway. that. So, but anyway, yeah. So we're playing countermeasures. Uh, what's good about what's interesting about countermeasures for Shaz and Hack is that we both have access to really good veterans, and I, and when I say veterans, I mean Fides and Speculos, who are both veterans who can both start up on the other side of the opponent's uh, side of the table. So if something like Net Undermine comes up, that's huge. And if you go first, because you can be like basically be like one order whip check on a fifth on a fourteen for the Speculo or a fifteen for the Fide, and you bag yourself a point. Um, if you want to be real ballsy, you can make that Fide or Speculo your data tracker and bag three points off the bat. Um, which is quite risky because you have to be revealed and assuming Rob's going to take Saladin, Saladin, then I'm not going to be able, then I'm not going to be able to like out deploy him. Um, and because of the count, because of the countermeasures table, like the exclusion zone is like four inches out of the, out of the DZ. It's gonna give my speculo very little places to hide. So, um, so I'm 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 toying with that idea of like just running double speculo and just trying to like put them in positions where I can get the veteran classifieds uh, if they come up because there are like several of them in there and they're really good at doing it. But then he might do the same thing, but then he doesn't get he gets inferior impersonation because I'm an alien I'm an alien race. So mm. I'm like ooh. Ooh, what do I do? Um, countermeasures is really interesting because, um, like, listening to the latest episode of White Noise when they're talking about like tactics and and um, defending your like doing air rolls, that kind of goes out the window in, uh, in many ways when you play a, a mission like countermeasures or highly classified, where the mission is not to kill things, or it, if the classified says kill things, then you do it. But a lot of times, the missions can be accomplished by just booping butt, like by. Placing D charges, touching HVTs, or like passing a whip check in the opponent's half of the game table. Like it, it yeah, it's it, a, the sort of mission that you it is possible to win without scoring a single kill. Yeah, so it, it really lends itself to not being gung ho with your with your pieces. But then if you've got the right pieces, like for instance, like um, Rob's got the access to the Mukhtar, who is a veteran who has MSV two, who has um. 
for deployment and is fast and is hard to kill, like he could get a lot of classifies done with that guy if the cards are right, and he's also a very effective killing piece. Um, similarly, I've got the same thing in Sheskin, but you know, so you know, but then you're like, oh, do I I, like, yeah. My my opinion on countermeasures is regardless. I mean, even though you know it's Rob and he's playing vanilla hack, I really think you need to build towards the mission because yeah, yeah. That there's that you've got that deck of cards, and that's where your points are. No, that's that's exactly right. Um, and a lot of our good veterans are like like Sheskin and um, Malignos and Speculo and Victor Messer and things like that. So that'll probably be. I guess where I'll be going. I have toyed around with like camo spam lists, but again, because of the exclusion zone, you're kind of you're kind of trapped unless you want to roll that nine on your Malignosis Fizz Twelve. It's sort of like, but um, given the nature of the game, I think there's like nature of the event. Like I could, you know, I'm seriously considering just like throwing in a couple of those guys um, and seeing what have, goal have happens. You, have you have you settled on a list? Yeah. Um, have you have you actually decided lined up on when your game's going to take place? I think we're going to do it this coming week. We were going to do it um, yesterday, but um, I had work, so we're going to do it next week. So I've got like three or four. Honestly, I've got like three or four lists saved on my phone that are all entitled like Rob question mark. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm sort of seriously just thinking I'm just going to roll the dice on which one I choose because they're all quite different. Like I've got one that's like got a Guaylos with heavy rocket launcher, MSV two, Albedo, who's in a Harris, who's just gonna be like So you're taking four Gazis because you're playing hack. So here's an MSV two heavy rocket launcher that you now have to run at. Um but who could who who can also then do classifies because he's he's heavy infantry and he's MSV two. So But then I'm like, well, but if he goes down, because he probably will do, because, you know, he's only armor three and two wounds and you've probably got like a Mukhtar who's just going to be like oh actually a Mukhtar won't be able to see him because he's Albedo um, yeah. so there's like all these sort of things in my head like I'm like oh that would be you really do, fun you, you really need to think about redundancies for um, yeah. for some of those uh, yeah. and, objectives and well like playing code and funny thing because playing code one I've been really enjoying running like a whole bunch of camo units um, uh, like camo shrouded um, Malignos, uh, Caliban. That Caliban's really a really good profile for countermeasures as well because he's he's got MSV one, so he can do that MSV one profile. He's got D charges, so he can do the D charges thing. He's awesome in close combat, so there's Predator taken care of as well. Um, so he's definitely on my list um, too. But I found he's been way more effective in Code One than he has ever been in N three, just because right, just because of link teams and and the way crits were working in N three. Um, he just dies. Yeah, I'm trying to like, and I and I play hack as well, right? So I'm thinking about what he might take. Um, and you, you know, if it's not Saladin and Algebel and four Gazis as a sort of starter, I'm gonna be very very surprised. And I don't know about Rob. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know Rob that well. Like, I know he's a very good player. Um, I get the feeling he doesn't play outside of his meta too often. As in, sorry, I'm using the word I hate, but I can't think of any way of, other way of saying it. <laughs> Like he he no, had that's how you should use that word. Yeah, like he yeah. play he, like I think he plays he plays a particular way. He likes playing a particular way, and I think that's how he's gonna play. If he, if if he doesn't play that way, it'll be a fun game for both of us because he'll be outside. He'll be doing something different. 
and I'll probably be doing something different. Well, I'll be doing different because I'll be playing Rob. Man, he's going to sit a fat-ass Maggie down in front of you, and you are not going to be prepared if for he, it. If he does, that would be amazing. I'd be so impressed, because yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I'll run a Sphinx just to fuck with him. But I'm like, not against four Gazzies. That's a terrible nah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> never never run a Sphinx against four mutts. Because um, you get jammed, and then you cry, and then you die. So... I'm really, I'm really excited for it. I don't know what mission, what uh, mission, sorry, map we're gonna play on. That would really, that's really gonna decide how the game goes down. Um, I hadn't even thought of that. I've because I've really only been playing uh, Code One on TGS. Mm. I have not actually looked at any of the full size. And there's hundreds maps. of them as well. So many different ones, and we could just play on a completely random ass map, maybe. Which will just screw up both of our both of our um mm. our plans, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing, like, what happens when I don't get reserves and he, like, basically, I think it's gonna be who I think I reckon, I reckon I'm gunning for first turn. I'm gunning to get to beat him in the whip face to face roll and try and take first turn. What's if, um what's Saladin's whip like? Seventeen. Sixteen, I think. Okay. And if and and I'll, mine will be like thirteen or fourteen, depending on my LT is. Mm. Um, so, so you reckon that first roll of the game, that's 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 going to take the game. That's gonna be it. I don't know, like, uh, yeah, like him playing vanilla hack. I think he plays really well into going second. But when you got Saladin, you're like, well, oh, I get all these advantages for going first. Maybe I'll just go first. I think it depends on the flop of the cards. If like net undermine comes up, I will be reaching across the table to like. <laughs> I'll be like, please let me go first. Um, but then I kind of screw myself over because I get no reserves. So yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, I'm. I don't know what else to say on that. It's gonna be a fun game. And actually, I hope people spectate actually because I think that'll be that'll be good. Um, I'll definitely watch. Let us know what it is, and I'll if it's in the evening. Then actually, I'm not working right now. It can be any time. Can be any time. Um, <laughs> um, um, yeah. No, I think that's. That's pretty much all I've got to say on on the game. Um, I'm 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 frightened, but I'm also gonna relish the opportunity to if I can like if I can like lay down one surprise on Rob, like if I can make him go, oh, I didn't expect that, then I'll be like I'll be really happy. You've 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 taken the moral victory. Yeah, <laughs> that's so that's my goal. Okay, cool. Well, uh, this matchup round pair number pairing number two is myself and. Uh, Jenna, and so I'm playing Vanilla Yujing. She's playing Rama, which uh, Vanilla Vanilla Yujing was my top pick. Um, wh- when I wrote down the list of three, I didn't realize that it was actually in order of what we would prefer. Um, but that's just what I wrote down first anyway. So I'm happy with with getting Vanilla Yujing. I wouldn't have minded getting ISS either. Um, the third one I put down was uh invincible which i mean really i i could have i could have played any, any of those three so really yeah actually but, i forgot um, i forgot to mention sorry my, my other three my other two choices were uh, my second choice was hack and my third choice was starco but uh, i actually kind of think i wish i'd put starco as first because i think not enough people play against them to know what they do but then at the same time i'm glad that i didn't because i'm playing rob so because i don't think it matters to him he's just like all all-knowing guy that he was really okay. anyway so yeah uh using versus rama i've never played against rama before uh the only time i've sort of played against that type of force was a few games just before rama came out 
and I played against um, Ryan Kirby, who was Curb Dog. Who, yeah, he was keen to play Rama, and so he just wanted to get his head fully around the unit. So he played vanilla, but with mostly Rama units. And um, we're playing Decapitation, which I, I picked that mission uh, because I enjoy it. I think it's good fun, uh, pretty straightforward uh, mission. Like the, the not it's it's difficult to get confused as to what you're trying to achieve when you're playing Decapitation, because you got to kill the uh, HVT, kill lieutenants, and kill other stuff just kill stuff basically it's there's not that much to it um and it's a, it's probably of all the of all the missions it's one that i've that i've played quite a few times as well so i'm pretty familiar with with how to run it how it goes and um i'm pretty pretty comfortable with my list as well i think i wrote the list julian you sent a list through to our chat group and said nick here this run this disgusting. list and i'm like yeah i'll take this but i'll make it a little bit better um, oh. which, I think, which I think I did. I did. I did make it oh, better. That's, that's but, a matter well, of I tell you, you'd made a really aggressive big Yujing list, and I took that and refined you, it a little took bit. One order away refined. from it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I took it. I refined it as to my play style, but I also refined it in the direction of decapitation. Yeah. Uh, in, for, to 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 best achieve that. Um, mm that uh, that mission and i'm happy to go through the list if you want me to um oh yes please got, um it's got two two full uh combat groups uh so group one has nine regular orders and one irregular we've got the um celestial guard kongshi control device with four kongshi of course uh guilang forward observer a flash pulse bot uh, and then these two, these two next things are the two things I put in here from the list that you had made, Julian. It's got a Sujan with the Spitfire, um, which is going to be my obvious data tracker uh, because it's really great at killing things and moving around the table because it's a Sujan and it's magical. Um, and a Dao Ying Lieutenant level two hacker. Um, now, the, and the reason I put that in above, like just a regular line troop. Um, lieutenant is because while my objective is to kill my my opponent's lieutenant, their objective is to kill my lieutenant. I want to make that as difficult for them as possible. So having something that's in a camo state is uh, definitely helps keep it alive. Um, Makes more sense. Survivable because there's a there's another hurdle they have to get over to uh, discover before they can uh, do anything to it. So that's group one. Uh, oh, sorry, it's got a Liberto as well, of course. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have enough SWC to get the mine layer Liberto. I've I think the SMG is better anyway. You do? Yeah. Why is that? I, I like it as an attack piece. I like being able to go, my eight-point model kills your 30 or 40-point model. Have a lovely day. Catch you later. I mean, he's, he does have a pretty, he's got a pretty decent loadout, submachine gun, chain coal, DEP. The other thing is that DEP catches people off a lot. Like, I can count on my, like, both hands the amount of times where someone's moved out, gone, oh, they, they forget that Libertos are a thing and they always expect the mine layer, but don't expect the SMGs. It's like, I'll often put two camera markers, I'm playing Ariadne, don't forget. And I'll put, like, camera markers and they'll know, well, that's the Liberto mine layer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't. It was actually a Chasseur mine layer, but that extra mine was the mine from the Chasseur, not the Liberto. And they come around and go, I'm discovering the mine and the Liberto at like long range. And the Liberto goes, surprise, it's a DP. 
Yeah, and it gets him every time. No, I think that's a, is a, is an often overlooked part. I mean, a lot of people are like always like, I'll have two hundred ninety points and five SWC, please, and then I'll add mm. a Libertos. But having that mm. surprising them with that SMG profile and like, yeah, if you can have like you've got your Guilang, you can be like, well, the Guilang is a mine, and fake push somebody out and think it's actually uh, yeah. You know. Don't worry. There's there's plenty more mines coming in group two, so I'll get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just looking at the DEP profile because literally I've never looked at it before. Um, zero range band up to eight inches, and then plus three to sixteen. Then mm. neg three, neg six. Um, disposable one. So you're only. But I guess it is a surprise sort of thing from the camo state. You're only doing mm. once anyway, because then you just die. Yeah. Um, AP plus explosive. Yeah, it is pretty decent. Damage 14. That's yeah. um that is a nice little piece of kit. Um as it's a hits. sort of one off uh one off whiz bang type. Yeah, of thing. and sometimes people go, Oh, you know, I'm happy to walk in front of that because I think it's a Liberto light shotgun. And they'll go, sure. oh, I can tank this. And they'll go yeah. move, move, and you're like, and then you start frothing because you're like, Oh, yes. <laughs> I get this shot off. And it, yeah, nine out times out of ten, you're all like a twenty and cry all the way home. But yeah, you know, I've but had that, a few times where it's worked. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, works works ninety percent of the time, none of the time. Yeah, that, um, that quote was butchered. Yeah, was you think so? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, so, well, so, so that, so yeah, that, that full group is comes to three SWC and one hundred and sixty four points. So that's like half of my army, right? Um, and then group two, uh, five regular. And five irregular. We've got Major Luna, uh, who is a bit of a bit of a surprise in there. Um, I'm I'm really fond of Major Luna, but I've never really seen anybody else play her apart from me. Maybe Val, but um, so if Val's <laughs> running it, it must be terrible. So yeah, well, I mean, but but that's sort of the consensus is that if that that's exactly right. That if Val plays these weird lists of stuff that is generally considered not very good but, but see i know what this combo is that's coming up and yeah. her in this combo is filthy yeah so we've got major luna then we've got two uh long yar which are the new camo um remote with just Oops. got two pans of foul submachine gun anti-personnel mines and mine layer right so those guys are both putting my uh, mines down which could melt in with this liberto what's the liberto what's the mine what's like there's a decent number of camo markers there mm-hmm. um then we've got a uh husong yakong your uh, hmg tr bot and so those four things that's what julian's talking about as in terms of like this mass con uh, uh combo in that those four things you could uh do a coordinated order with the yeah. four of them to really they just delete link teams and tags yeah, they de- if they're stuck de- out delete, delete link teams delete aro pieces anything mm. that's that's standing up those mm. that coordinated order is going to make them have a bad time and the problem it's similar to what i did with my right now but i think it's actually better with this one because the problem is they can they can either react to the Hyusong yakong and shoot that or they can hold against one of the camo markers so, like, 99 times they're just going to go, fuck it, I'm not going to worry about the camera markers, I'm going to shoot the Hughesong, because at least they're not, that is. And generally, even if it's something like a double-action multi-sniper Kamau shooting at that Hughesong, 
you're probably going to knock one of its burst off. So they're not even going to kill you. So you can just engineer it back up and you've killed a command, a link team, and basically neutered that link team beyond its, you know, relevance. Yeah, there and- is the potential here as well that three of those units are giving it a surprise shot because mm. Luna is camo and the two long yards are both camo. So exactly surprise shots. So mm. I mean, if you if your opponent does decide that they want to dodge uh, because mm. there's no good option to shoot, then mm. they're still at a negative to do that as well. Yeah, it's it's just it's basically stacking the odds in your favor so you get a guaranteed result at the potential risk of losing one of your models that you can potentially get up quite easily yeah. with the exception of Luna. Yeah. But most people aren't going to shoot at Luna. Um yeah, so going forward we've got a Pangwiling which is just the 8 point minesweeper with a repeater, uh no weapons. Um and then, uh, which is, I mean, it's nice to have a repeater because I can put that sort of in the direction of the minesweeper and the HMGs, um, and which means I would be able to buff them from the from lieutenant because none of those other remotes have got uh, repeaters. Um, the sorry, the what was that, Julian? The it's got minesweeper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've used minesweeper once uh, against you, Kev. Against me. Yeah, that was the. Biggest power play ever. That was a bad time. Which which was really fun. How to assert uh, your dominance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where I uh, mind swept a mine that was blocking the doorway from your, what was it? Speculo. Uh, killer, which meant mm-hmm. that he was effectively trapped inside that building because he couldn't really. Because he couldn't get out without setting the mine off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, we've got three Shaolin monks just with chain rifles and smoke grenades, a monstrucker with a helper bot, and then a war core. So that uh, rounds off group two. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've sort of built this list based around what I know how to play, what I like playing, um, but with no real regard for the fact that I'm playing against Rama because, to be honest, I don't know what Rama does. So... Uh, I've just built the list. They that, jump everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I've just I've sort of built the list that I know how to play. That um, will. Uh, but don't worry, out. Rama's dead and N four because Super Jump's dead. It's all good. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thanks for that. But, um, yeah, so, faction. So yeah, if you guys can give me any insight as to what to expect from uh, from someone playing Rama Task Force, I'd be happy to hear it. Uh, yep, pretty much. That's uh, Mukhtar MSV two in Harris. Um, and Tariq, watch out for that motherfucker. Mm. Um, and lots of heavy flamethrowers. But saying that, in, in decapitation, yeah, I would expect some Nafatun because you're obviously going to be protecting. She's going to be she's going to be protecting her, her lieutenant. That will be either a Nafatun or a Gulam, most likely. And then um, who she might make her data tracker to go after your your HVD will probably be the Mukhtar, unless. She maybe takes a Nahab, who has infiltration. Not Tariq. No, I don't think I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Like Jenna could play literally any way like, she wants to, but because I mean, Tariq's got some nice lieutenant and lieutenant level two options, but you don't really want to have a Rambo lieutenant in decapitation no. because no. it's kind of counterintuitive. It is a liability. So, yeah, I mean, she might take are the other. Yeah, are the other profiles not worth it? Or no, I mean, I think I think there's definitely a possibility for taking Tariq for sure. Um. I'm just thinking 
up against Liu, up against Yu Cheng, the prevalence of monks on Quang, uh, well, not Quang Chi because they don't have smoke, but the prevalence of smoke, it would be dumb not to take a Mukhtar. Because they have MSV2, they have Mimetism, and they have Red Fury with Shock. So they're just going to put those guys straight to dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty important. Um, mm, the Nahab is quite an interesting unit because it's got infiltration. Um, so it could potentially be a sleeper data tracker that could like infiltrate up the board and then um, just snipe the data tracker, potentially. But they're often more often used as AD units. Because they can be either or when you choose them. Uh, infiltration or AD. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like the one profile is infiltration or AD, so you can choose it when you play the game, which is quite a nice little, um, like option that some people have, some players have. If like you know, if like let's just say like she gets to go first, maybe the Nahab would be like a reserve, or it would be a AD uh, model. But if it gets to go first, maybe it'll become the reserve model, and then just you know infiltrate up, deploy, you know, deploy. And then data tracker, boom, you're dead. But because they're like no one in cap BS, well they're only BS twelve, but they do have like submachine guns or red furies. Um, I think they got no, they don't have mimetism. They just got no one in cap, and they're good in CC. So that's why I would what are be the, watching. What are, the, what are the chances of me coming up against double Magariva guard? I mean, I. I I, there's always a chance. <laughs> there's always a chance. There's always a chance. I reckon double double Maggie is a pretty it's a pretty good little flex. Well, well, actually, to be honest, I think uh, a tag against the list that I've written would be really good because I don't really have that much. Mm. I don't think that pa- could Panzer, really counter a tag. Pan- yeah, Panzerfaust, maybe, but you only get a couple of shots at them, and even then, yeah. BS fourteen multi HMG will just fucking wrap. Yeah, those because those remotes with the Panzerfaust are still only BS eleven. Yeah, true. What do you what do you reckon, Julian? You're sitting there very real quiet. I was just thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, if they do run, if if there is a double Maggie, I'd just be doing the combined trigger on them because again, like if Luna hits, she's doing two two wounds on it. If one of the Pang, like what are they called, the Long Yar hits, long yeah. then. Even if one of them hits, you're looking at like between because Luna's pretty much going to hit, and then the long yard, you're looking at you know already five wounds there that they've got to pass, and then potentially you're probably going to get one through with your TR bot. So, see, the, I mean, you, you say you say you say Luna's pretty much going to hit, she's only BS 12, right? So, yeah, but it's still you know more than a 50% chance that you're going to hit. So, like, again, mm-hmm. the odds are that you at least land two hits, yeah. Out of those the, three models. The other thing is, because I've been playing so much Code 1, I am in the mindset of new crits, which are mm. two times armor saves and not instant mm. wounds. So I have to I have to get myself back into that instant wound mindset where it is just throw dice at them until you crit sort of thing. And we're not, and not playing, only that. The other thing is that you that have... Rule, so, are we? Yeah. No, it's just just flat N3. Yeah, There's N3. no Jerry yeah. rigging this. Yeah. It's not going to be yeah, some sort of enough. hybrid. Mm. The other thing to remember is that like... Rama's a relatively like elite army. Like they struggle to get more than fifteen models. So you just have so much more bodies. Like at the end yep. of the day, if you're trading, you're gonna win just because you're you there for every order you lose is not near as expensive in terms of loss of uh like efficiency in your list as 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 hers will be. So 
you just need to chip away her orders yeah. and it'll all come through to you. Yeah, like at the end of the day, there, Tariq, there, can't, there. Tariq still can't do shit if he's got four orders. True. There is so many things in this list that mm. are there to trade. Yeah. Basically. It's like the thing is, is that if you go first, you push up the table and she really digs in. Then she goes, all right, I've got to get Tariq to do stuff. Tariq's still going to be running up against chain rifles. And he's like, he's got a 50-50 chance of passing or failing against a chain rifle. So it's not good trading for for Tariq. So, yeah, I, I think the play for you is to just basically take as much away as you can and keep your, your expensive stuff alive, but trade with your cheap things. Like the Liberto submachine gun. I would be first turn if it's if she digs in, sending that thing on a hero run. Just send it up, kill thirty or forty points with it if you can kill more. You yeah, can well, like first first turn. If I go first, uh, or even if I go second, really, my first turn in decapitation is to cautious move the Sujan to a point where it can of kill course. the yeah. um, HVT, kill the HVT, yeah, uh, and then bring it and then bring it back. If I achieve that in the first turn, happy. If if it's in a if it's really dug in in a place where I can't do that, then yeah, then there's definitely other options. See, my thinking for unfortunately for Jenna, considering the way your list is, and it's and I found the same thing with my Ariadna lists. If they leave arrows out, you're laughing. They've already lost the game. Like unfortunately, they they've got to contest the the sixteen to eight inch arrows because if they contest the long arrow game, you will just obliterate them because with, you have the ability combined orders. Yeah, yeah, and you have the ability to pick your fights. Um, I mean, the thing is that you have access to smoke as well. So if you don't want a particular arrow piece, because the chances of them having two MSV arrow pieces up looking at the whole table is like zero to one. Mm. Um, so you just go, I smoked that one out. All right, I keep deal with that one this turn. That one's now smoked. He can't see shit. I'll go do what else I have to do. So yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's... Is it's, it a sixteen-inch um, deployment zone as well for take decap or twelve? Oh, that's a good question. I think I have to 12. check that because I know firefight six, firefight sixteen. Because I'm thinking the long year I've got four deployment level one. It right? is, yeah, yeah. It's sixteen-inch deployment zone. So oh, okay. the, the long year have so got. So he can start at twenty inches. That's fucked because like that. Mm. Like I was thinking as you were talking there, there's like one less build I like running with Rama, which is the Hortlack Janissary link team because that. Mm. Janissary sniper is really difficult to take down, even with Panzerfaust. But if you're already deploying them up to twenty inches, they're going to be in good range. Yeah, sure. The Hortlax got mimetism, but you're so cool. You're hitting on what eights? That's that's pretty good. Um, yeah. If you're in good range already, like you're going to be able to take down any ARO piece that they've got up. Um, mm. And like, and the other thing is, if you hours. end up going second that you've got you can just dig in like an absolute tick with all your mines and chain rifles to the point where it's like it's so order expensive (laughs) yeah exactly it's so order expensive for her to even get to your juicy stuff and when she does get there she's out of position for your turn and you just go mop up like that's what i found with those sort of ariadna high aging high order lists like they're very difficult. Like they, they're obnoxiously good. Like they have no right to be as good as they are, but they are. You know. So, do you have a preference for whether you like to go first or second? I would like to go first. Yeah. Um, just to get that that alpha strike. I mean, she'll even she will definitely strip orders from the Sujan, but um, it's not going to stop you from doing what you want to do. Get the job done exactly. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, you're costing her a command token that she doesn't then have, and you've you've 
got yours still around. So mm. Mm. we should probably get on to my game now because I think we've talked yeah. enough about Nick's and uh, Kevin's. <laughs> All right. You fucking, I'm gonna get, you fucking gatekeeping this episode, Julian. Fucking get back in your box. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm sorry, Kevin. Um, yeah. So when when you start playing... editing episodes, Julian, then you can start running things. <laughs> I'm a technological ape. Shut up. Yeah, I, guess. I, got, I only got my own computer the other week. Okay, well, I, well, I mean, I think that's probably all I need to talk about for uh, for my mission. But we've got a third one to talk about. Julian, did you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm playing someone called Raymond. I've never never heard of Raymond before. I've never listened to any of his podcast episodes. What so a flex! I don't, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know who this guy is. Whereas me, I'm I'm a celebrity. Like I'm I'm yeah. big talk. You know, I'm I'm like I'm I'm the Floyd Mayweather of the infinity world you know i'm, I'm the big boy the what does that make boy. what does that make raymond uh who's that australian bloke that no one knows about the teacher <laughs> julian <That's him. laughs> it's his name julian and anthony his actual name is julian <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something like that it's it's some weird name like my name i hate my name sometimes such a stupid name um jules anyway jules i fucking hate jules every time someone calls me jules i'm like no <laughs> Just, you're not my friend. And it's always people who I don't even know. They're like, oh, Jules. I'm like, no, you haven't earned that right. It's three syllables, not one, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so back to Raymond. Uh, apparently, he's playing Ariadna, which there's is no, there's, there's, there's no D. There's no D. Raymond. Raymond. Yeah, like Raymond. Raymond. Well, Raymond. that just shows I know not, nothing about this Not dude. like, not like, not like everybody loves. Just, like everyone loves Raymond. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. Raymond. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's sad. I'm not as excited now. <laughs> Fucking hell! All right. Okay. Anyway. So, anyway. So, what, Julian, what were the three? Um, what were the three armies that you picked that you wanted? I to picked play? Ariadna as my first pick. So this Raymond bloke stolen my first pick. You've been. He played this trump card on you. You've been. Gazumped. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, you can and actually I, blame I Ben for that because he was the one who who put the pairings up. So he was clearly. Yeah, he didn't want me to play Ariadna. He knew I'd be too strong. He's like, uh, Julian's too good with Ariadna. He'll just trump whoever we play. Can't have that happen. So he made me play ALF. The, probably the, I reckon the best counter to Ariadna. Whenever I play Ariadna and I say ALF, I'm like, ugh, don't want to do yeah, that. I was, I was surprised that you didn't pick Combined Army because that's one that you're, I mean, you always beat me when you, you play Combined That was your third Army, choice, wasn't it? Nah, my third choice was uh, Ancona Cemento. That's a, that's a handicap. Yeah, well, ASA <laughs> is one of the best factions in the game. Mm-hmm. Don't don't dig them. Um, but yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm gonna run a uh, a uh, Marut. You're playing um, acquisition, right? Mm. Yeah, acquisition. So you've got to pick what's, stuff up, uh, don't you? What's the? No, you don't yeah, have to pick is, stuff up. Yeah, are... you have to. There's a console in the middle. You have mm. to dom uh, not dominate. What's the word? Not dominate. Fucking control. 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 That's control. it. Yeah. And then there's two mm. buttons either side that you also have to control, but also control. push. Yeah. Control yeah. and push. And it's also a 16 inch deployment zone. It is. It's a good mission. Yeah. I like Sorry. I like that position yeah. a lot. One of my favorites. So you, you yeah, it's a good control, mission. You want to control the tech coffin yeah. at the end of the game with your data tracker mm. or liaison officer. Oh, you got the liaison officer mission. Boo. So yep. you'll need to take a um, Ford, Ford Observer. That. That's right. I'm I'm playing A. I got proxies. Play, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck proxies, man. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, Raymond. If you think I was not running proxies, you got another thing coming to you. Um. So you my should. You totally is, should just 
That would be the, wouldn't that be like the ultimate flex? Just be like no proxies. The problem with ALF is there's no good units like outside yeah. of proxies. Like there's, yeah, there's not like a oh I'll backbone. just take a Thrakatai instead. You're like yeah, what Thrakatai HMG for the same points as all three of them. Um, <laughs> so um, anyway, I've got my list. My whole thinking behind it is I'm going to run a Marut. Really? I'm not, uh, no, I'm not. Don't worry. I'm not oh, really fucking do it. Do it. I would have been funny if I had. I had it's, aqu- it's acquisition, man. Against yeah. against sure. uh, Ant- Antipodes. Well, that was my thinking. Was I'm like, he's probably going to run Antip- Antipodes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> like what I'm expecting, I'm expecting things like Spetsnaz, Antipodes, line volunteers as his back line, grunts potentially coming up forward or sitting in his back zone. Um, well, it is it is the, vanilla Ariadna as well. So you got the yeah. what are those French things called that are good? The chasseurs. Yeah, I'm expecting yeah. some chasseurs. I, I expect a chasseur forward observer because in this mission you'd be silly not to take it as your liaison officer because it's amazing. Could well, it could um, also be a foxtrot forward observer because they're cheaper. Only by two points. Oh, really? Is that it? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. By the six sense level two, you take the chasseur. Six sense level one. Sorry. But then, but um, then, but then you can only take one chasseur mine layer. I don't take the mine layers that often. You've got that much. You got that much shit in the midfield. I just find the mine layers don't. And I I spend SWC on things like Vasily, Spetsnaz, yeah, stuff like that. So I find the mine layer. I just don't have enough SWC for it. Um, but yeah, I'm expecting all that kind of stuff. So my my thinking is is that like let's face it, he's going to run a lot of camo. It's just the way Ariadna is. You can't win with Ariadna without camo. So. You know, I'm taking stuff like in my first combat group, I've got a Dakini HMG as my sort of counter to stuff like his Spetsnaz. So if he is putting up snipers on high spots, I'm just going to use my Dakini with marksmanship to deal with them. Um, I've got an HMG TR bot and a Gamer Marksman multi-sniper dart with a submachine gun and viral tactical bow EM grenades, Thrakatai engineer, with a Yud bot, a Thrakatai Ford Observer with 360 visor, a Pro bot with uh, Minesweeper and Repeater, which are like the eight-point Panglangs that Nick has. Oh, the size four remotes? Yep, yep. Five. Two net four. rods and a Warcorp. Oh, and then I've got a uh, a Diva as my s- the start of my second group with the Flamer bot, which I think is good just to anchor in my uh, my back zone, a Proxy uh, Mark II Multi-Sniper, a proxy Mark V Ford Observer, the one with two SMGs, a proxy hacker, a sniffer bot, which I think is going to be man's best friend in uh, this mission because my plan with that sniffer bot is it's going to be like a Rushi for me. I'm going to put marksmanship on it first turn and I'm just going to clean out all these camo markers in the midfield. I'm just going to spend seven orders killing camo markers with it. Um, Then I've got a Myrmidon with Chain Rifle to chuck smoke for the a gamer if I really need to. a Liberto with submachine gun, two flash ball spots, and a net rod. So I've basically got a full 20 models on the table, but I've got nine and one and seven and one in terms of my combat groups. So wow. Um, what's uh what's your data tracker? Uh good question. Um so obviously the data tracker in this, I forgot what the data tracker actually gives you. Yeah, if your data tracker gets into base contact with it. So yeah, you, you get an extra two points if he's the one who's holding yeah. it at the end of the game. Yeah. My thinking, it's a tough one. I've got a few that could do it. So I could put it on like the Dakini or the, or the TR. Oh, I can't put it on those two because they're yeah, um, the remotes. Spots. Yeah. My thinking was, I was actually thinking the Myrmidon because he's got ODD. 
chain rifle, smoke grenades, all that kind of stuff. Like I'd just sit him behind the box, and if he gets, if if I go first, for example, and he comes up to the box to try and take it, he's got to get through an ODD Myrmidon, which for Ariadna is just a nightmare with their skirmishes. So he's going to have to run something up forward. So um, that, or I could put it on um, one of my Thrakatai's. So uh, yeah, Thrakatai yeah, sounds not... like a safe bet as well. Yeah, they've got three sixty visors, so they're they're solid. Yeah, um, and you put them on suppressive fire as well, and they're pretty and gross. They so. start up, they start like they they start four start inches, of, inches, yeah, four inches away from yeah. the box. They're like, I'll oh, just sit here yeah. and su- like suppressive fire prone in a building until turn three, and then yeah, and then run out. out, yeah, then make him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, would you want to go first or second? It's the sort of mission when you want to go second, right? Yeah, and I can go first or second. Um, if I go second, I'm I'm almost kind of happy because i can dig in really hard and let him reveal all his tricks that kind of suits me and knowing he's playing ariadna like i know all his tricks so i know what to expect um so like i can know that if he's got two camera markers in his deployment zone that's where his specimens is you know um and they're within eight of each other um i mean he might try and mind game me and make it two snipers but like if he does that then that's fine so my plan is that, like, obviously he can't win the game until the third turn. So I'm just, if I go second, I'm just going to make it so costly for him to do anything. And then in, in an ideal world, run up and just get points in the last turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Ariadna don't seem to be the bit, like, you think on the face of them that Ariadna are a really good faction to go first. But whenever I've played them, I've, yeah. I found that they like to, they actually like to go second just because of the layers of defense that they can employ that makes it very yeah. difficult for they you like, to alpha them, but it makes them also yeah. quite difficult for them to go first mm-hmm. because, like you say, they expose all their tricks, and then once they're revealed, they're like, Meh. they they really like people falling into like coming closer to them and getting out of position. Mm. Once someone's out of position, that's when they excel. So, um, and that's the I guess what I've got to be careful with. That's why my main plan is to just clean up as much of the midfield as I can first turn if I go first. So. I didn't realize that we were all actually going to give our lists tonight. So I, I, I was being very cagey when, when I went first because I was like, I don't yeah. know what list I'm going to go with, but you guys are just giving your lists away. So and That's I right. feel I'll like a jerk. Change mine between, I'll probably <laughs> change mine between that. To be fair, you've probably got, I don't know much about Raymond. So he could be a good player. I don't know. He could be. He, he is, he, by all accounts, he's a very good Ariadna player. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, I better be prepared for it then. Um, <laughs> um so yeah, but I mean, honestly, if he if he if he uh, manages to listen to my list and then smash me, well, that's good for him. <laughs> it's good for you too. Good for us as well as a whole. Yeah, because I can be like, well, you knew my list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's what I that's what I kind of said because I was supposed to have my game with Jenna uh, yesterday. We'd organised it I'm, to I'm do it playing yesterday, with, but um, then we decided to. Um, I asked if we could postpone because I said we were going to record an episode where we we're just going to talk about all our lists and tactics and everything. <laughs> and she's, and yeah, I literally said to her that that means that if if I, when I lose, then I can just say that you must have listened to the episode and known everything that was coming, so you cheated. So, um, <laughs> so we'll just have to we'll have to um, tell the guys that they're not allowed to listen to this. And if I noticed do, Marty wasn't playing in any of these games. No, he's not. Um, poor form Marty poor form Marty but then we don't have John playing in our games so I think maybe he might have <laughs> that's been true. playing yeah, yeah, Marty uh, would have come on uh, instead or we would have had I don't know Ga- oh actually no Gavin <laughs> Gavin respectfully 
Uh, yeah, he didn't want to. He didn't want to play me again. <laughs> he didn't. He, well, he didn't. He didn't want to get in between the two podcasts because he's been on both, yeah. so he doesn't want to be yeah. that guy. He's a, he's the he's the middleman. Yeah, he doesn't want to dishonor either either of us. So <laughs> he didn't want to. He didn't want a repeat of our game at CanCon where we both finished up and collapsed on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, did we want to? Did we want to give some speculation on the final matchup, or did you have anything else to talk about, Julian? Before we move on, oh, I'm just I'm just calling it now. We're going to win. It's going to be a, a lost lieutenant. We're going to win. It's us. It's us. Okay. <laughs> With the big dogs, um, you've got, you've yeah, got so a lot of confidence. I, I wish I could have some of that. You got to believe, <laughs> Kevin. You got to believe. Oh, like here, I believe. So, I'll, I'll, I'll believe. I'll have a great time. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, by saying this, I lull Rob, Rob into a false sense of security, and then, bam! But that, I don't think that's going to happen either. Yeah. So, um, the fourth matchup: Jacob versus Ben, JSA versus Spiral on supplies. Supplies is a good fun mission. I love supplies. Supplies, motherfucker. F- okay, can I just go ahead and say this? I hate supplies. Really? I fucking hate that mission. It is the worst mission. I hate it. It's just I hate got it such so a much. Going second, so much. I hate it. It's and I don't hate it because I think it's an imbalanced mission or it's a poorly worded mission or anything like that. I just do so badly when I play supplies, but so badly every time. Yeah, I'm um, the same. It's just like except it's, when you play me, Kevin. Well, when I played you, I won, um, which mm. was which was unusual. Um, mm. But it, it, it was um, it was well we were, we were we were playing code one so it was slightly different mm. because you can only in code one you can only pick it up when you, if you are a specialist where in in supplies in N three any anyone can pick it up once it's drawn out of the box initially and that's one of the yeah it's only that's the big difference yeah yeah which is a huge difference because if you snipe all their specialists in code one then they can't pick it up whereas in N three you can like snipe all their specialists but as long as you've got one of them already drawn out then any any numpty can pick it up with a, a whip check. Um, sorry, I didn't want to go into that. I just wanted to, like, I get cold sweats whenever I play supplies. Um, I've had two recent games. Surprise, of, motherfucker. I've had two two games of supplies where I've gone second. Yeah, second. And mm. my opponent, this is, again, goes back into what um, I was talking about earlier about the... <laughs> being uh like having an aero game a good aero game you really need need a good aero game i think in supplies especially if you go second because otherwise your opponent just kind of rocks up picks up the boxes fucks off back to the deployment zone and then like says now what are you gonna do and if you don't have a good response to that you might as well just like resign because you're not gonna get the boxes back um see i have the opposite every time i play supplies motherfucker it's that someone I get like all three boxes and then they just get sniped by AD troopers. Yeah, that's my yeah. experience as well. Yeah, is it? Yeah, going second is super strong because you get that final act where all you got to do to win is kill the people who kill their guys who have got boxes and then just pick one of yours up and then yeah. End. Yeah, I had a game at CanCon two years ago where that happened. Where yeah. I was playing Yusuf. Oh, sorry, I was playing against Yusuf. And he just walked on uh, Van Zandt, killed my guy, 
and then Big Thumb Box. And he's like, yep, good game. I was like, that was fun. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, that was a tangent, but I do, I do hope they change mm. that for N4 and make it that only specialists can pick up the boxes no matter what, because I think that would really change the dynamic of the of the game. Mm. No, but then, then it means if, if all your specialists die, then there's no way for you to win. Yeah, but you can, you so can, still, you, you can, you can still shoot them and drop, make them drop their own, their own box. So then you get a, So then there's got to be points available there that don't involve picking up the boxes. Mm. Or it's a draw. Points for Stooges. So if 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 nobody if nobody's yeah, if it's a draw if nobody's got any specialists alive, I don't like that. Um, but um, I mean Jacob's playing JSA. JSA don't have drop troops, so oh yeah, can't, and they're can't specialists. Drop that are, yeah, they don't have. They're not good at. And they're, if their their specialists are like not sorry, Jacob, that amazing fucked. either. <laughs> You're yeah. fucked. <laughs> yeah, Spiral is good at that mission as well. Like the draw. The draw can just walk up and be like, you know, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm going to pick this box up and on my way, anything that's standing up, I'm going to kill. But wait, no, wait, no. JSA have Saito, right? He's a specialist. Oh, no, he's sorry. He's not a specialist in, J- in no, JSA. That's <laughs> Fuck off, Kev. That's the, oh, you've just triggered me. I, oh, I, that's right, because he was a specialist, but then now he's only, is it, um, he's what's just, the... It's just Drews. Fucking Drews. Drews so, are the only one who I'm, have them as a specialist. Where I'm sitting now with my computer, it's in like my hobby room. And I'm looking at my JSA now that haven't been out of their cabinet since that was removed. Oh, I'm God, not even kidding. You're like I that, have not played JSA. You're like since. that guy who's selling his tower because Overwatch rules are changing at 40k. Fucking just like get with the time. Tower. Just get with the time. They're, they're, they're sitting there waiting for JSA not to be shit anymore. <laughs> and by not shit, give Saito specialist operative. Is that, so that's the only thing that was that was the only that was like the 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 the, the teacher the teachering point Mate, of them. You think I'm good bad? To shit. Ask Gavin. Ask Gavin Bateman what he thinks about that change. He will give you a 45 hour lecture as to why it was the downfall of JSA. Okay, I'm gonna come. He up literally with knows people who stopped playing Infinity because of it. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna come up yeah. with something that may be controversial here, but I've mm-hmm. noticed that um, you and Gavin share very similar opinions yeah except that gavin is more eloquent in explaining them yeah well that's just because i just fucking say it how it is <laughs> yeah. i don't think about it i just go this is shit it's like, it's like this is um, shit changed my opinion <laughs> it's like in in star trek how you've got data and yeah. then like the more advanced he's, he's like the less advanced version and the more advanced version is law but they're like they look the same but one of them's like smarter than the other one. Yeah, it's pretty. That's yeah. that's kind of. So sometimes when I hear your opinions, I'm just like, oh, that sounds like a Gavin opinion. It, but it's coming out of Julian's mouth. But also, why do I want to strangle him at the same time? <laughs> Julian's actually wearing an earpiece. He's got um, he's got he's got Gav on the line to feed him information. Yeah, he's he's, he's actually speaking into my ear, and he's like, tell Kevin he's a cunt. So like. <laughs> You're so you're like Donald Trump, and then um, Gavin's like Angela Merkel or something. Like just no, 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 no. Gavin two Putin. sides, two sides of the same coin. Oh, Putin. Okay, yeah, Putin. <laughs> exactly. Why is Angela Merkel? Of course, it's Putin. Not, I mean, if you read, if you read, if you have you read the news? Apparently, Putin's playing Donald Trump like a fiddle. So <laughs> I, I would definitely be the the, the Trump dog. Oh and, Jesus and I Christ! Speak oh, like him as well. We have so gone off topic. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll have to start I, I, speaking like this. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be like, this is the worst decision of all time. 
fake rules. Fake rules. Stop, stop, Killian, stop, please. Um, cool. I think we can wrap it up then. Mm. Unless anybody else wants to continue to listen to Julian's Trump impersonation. No, we should definitely. No, we should definitely um, give a quick speculation over Jacob and Ben's game, and then oh, wrap sure. it up. Yeah. I thought. I thought we already did. I thought it was a wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, <laughs> we've already. We've already predicted that game. Ben's going to win. Okay, so so Ben wins that game. Rob wins against Kev. No, I think I think it's I think it's on a knife edge. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm tipping Kev. I'm taking that. I'm taking that five to one bet. I'm he's not gonna. He's just not gonna expect the AV like the two high Duke multi snipers. I'm gonna have like two snap <laughs> two sapper MSV two snipers that I'm just gonna put down on the table. He's gonna be like what. what? What's the what's the availability of a sphinx? Two, two. So take two sphinx. <laughs> yeah, two hundred and what twenty points of your army. Yeah, I, I did. I did actually. Is, I did. Actually, I did make a list with an in, with with like you know how we're talking about before about three combat groups and how like three combat groups isn't really a problem because it's not really a thing. I did actually make a three combat group um, shaz list with um, a whole combat group of ten targets. Um, I, look, disgusting. Yeah. Kev, although, my opinion. My opinion, and I said this in our chat group the other day. That yeah, you did. You versus you versus Rob. All like, if you can do as much as you want to get a surprise off on him, but once that surprise is gone, it's gone, right? So really, you just need to play your best game. Don't worry about what you think the matchups are going to look like in terms of his army versus your army. Take your best game. And and that's what you have to do because stop trying to impress him, beat him. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Don't think, do. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that, that's actually some solid advice, there, Julian. Thank do, you. Do do or do not. There is no try. There is no try. Do or do not. There is no try. I will try. Okay. No, the, I no. I didn't. You didn't listen to what I just said. There is. I will no do. Try. Sorry. I will do. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I will do. <laughs> I will do. I will do yes. with Sheskin yeah. and four Knox troops in a link, and then I'll see what happens. Sure. Actually, actually, it'll probably be Sheskin, three Knox, and Victor Messer in a link team, because okay. he is pretty good in the old countermeasures scene, and he has white noise. Our, our um, our Zoom timer is running out, so we should probably finish up. Oh God damn it, Zoom! Why? Like during lockdown, you guys were like just. Like just giving away the free um the free meetings Kevin, now. Give you my speech. Oh, please don't. I thought that was. I thought you were going to give me like the Yoda quote, but you gave me this. Whatever the fuck that was. It's- Remember that? Remember that, remember that was from a famous AFL game in like yeah, the 1960s. A, okay. It's a football speech. That's yeah, why I don't footy. recognize it. Fair enough. Mm. Um, what year? 1950. I don't know. 1960. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Sorry. So, so, so I'm, back I'm, to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and wrap this up for like the fourth time. Well, no, you uh, haven't said what how you think how you think the other two games are gonna go. Oh, well, I don't want to comment on my own game. Okay, I'll comment uh, on your uh, game. I'm predicting Nick will win that one. You're predicting Nick will win that game. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon Jenna will pull a surprise victory at the end. Um, no. Nope. 
and then you're playing acquisition. I reckon that's gonna be a that's gonna be a coin flip. Right for you, Julian. Oh. I think so. I think so as well. And it's gonna be very, very tight. I think an acquisition can be very, very tight anyway. Um, I don't even so know much, who so much, is. So, so much is riding on what you've got left on the table at the very end. Yeah, because yeah. you got to be touching the rest of the game. Doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what the pieces are still sitting there at the very end. Two of the very strongest vanilla factions, in my opinion, and facing off against each other in a mission that is like all about board control. And but not just board control, but board control at the end of the game, which Ariadna mm. are like not that great at. Like they're they're there, but they're not always there to the end. And then Aleph are, well, they've got proxies. So, <laughs> like Mark V proxy, cool. I'll just take that armor three, effectively two wound guy that can has mimetism. With no, there's the other one with who's got armor two to sniper. For mm. twenty points, <laughs> yeah. Well, we know we know, we know yeah. him. We know we know that guy. Mm. And then and then Jake. And then did you? Sorry, you were saying that Jacob Jacob's going to go down to Ben. Oh yeah, no, he's he's lost that one already. <laughs> we're not even gonna, we're not even really going like, to give it any any real thought. We're just going to be like, sorry, Jacob. Sorry, Jacob. You got fucked there by the army selection. Take <laughs> take the L. Take the L. <laughs> take the take the loss in a glorious fashion. Oh man, no, I think that would be a good game um, as mm. well. Just got spirals. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm I'm gonna do my best to try and watch everyone's games. If our if game with with me and Raymond is on Sunday, and I believe it's for my time, and it's at like in Sunday evening. So okay, that's um, good. I can watch that. We'll uh, we'll we'll announce that and uh, stream it. Cool. Yeah. No, we'll we'll um closer to the date. We'll or I guess today's yeah we're almost there, so we'll probably put the link um soon. For that? Oh yeah, my my game's gonna be um on Tuesday okay. morning. I reckon Tuesday I have... morning is Australia, which is like Monday evening in the States. Okay. Well that's not very helpful to me because I'll be selling roller shutters. That's all right. That's all right. And um I don't I don't know but to Rob and I, but I reckon we'll be just reschedule to this Thursday. Um but we'll put that up in the notes. Yeah, and we'll like yeah, the streams, the information we'll promote on the page, and I'm sure the white noise guys will throw it up as well. So they have to. It's the the propaganda machine. We don't have anyone listening to us except for when I'm on. Yeah. Cool. Oh Christ! I'm gonna right. have, so much. I'm gonna have to cut tonight. I'm gonna have to cut so much tonight. So much. Okay. Well, well I think that's about it, guys. Um, it's been great to have a to to spill all our secrets of uh, these these upcoming games we've got next week. But I'm really excited. So no, me too. That'll- It'll be, it'll be good, good to play N three. I don't. I haven't played N three in such a long time. That's a really good point. I was so I was kind of against the whole idea when when Ben brought it up, just because I was like, oh, N three. I don't know if I can do it. And I had a game recently, and I was like, oh, actually, it's it's fine. Like I'm, I am. It comes. Like, it's like it's, it's like riding a bike. It's like an it's, like it's, it's just like an it's just a it's just like an old ex girlfriend just coming back and be like, oh, I'm glad you never left me. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <Christ. Cool. laughs> All right. Well, um, guys, thanks again. I've been Nick. I've been Kevin. Julian. Edna Mode. <laughs> You've been listening to the uh, the reigning champion. Incredibles. Lost in the Good night. <laughs>